Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Hi, everyone. I am so excited today for another episode of With Clarity and Purpose, and this is going to be a very inspired one. I introduce here to Jim Narvios. He calls himself an empowered lawyer. I actually love that empowered, term. Yeah. Empowered. And he has been one of the people that have been the most inspiring in my life. Other than that, as you know, I'm also a loyal customer, so I really appreciate all his services and he's amazing at it. Jim, would you like to introduce yourself really quickly? Hi, everybody. I hope everyone's having a grateful day. G-R-E-A-T, full day. <laughs> Hopefully today's the best day of your life because today's the best day of our life. Say it, mean it, feel it, believe it, receive it, then release it. Let's bring <laughs> justice to earth. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for that wonderful introduction. It's an honor to be considered to be inspiring and empowering and to have clients like you. At the end of the day, look, this is just a journey and you at home, you might be going through a journey. And today we're going to be adding a lot of value to your life because we understand that journey. We are continuously on that journey and we are on that journey with you. So if you want to work with a wonderful coach that will help you navigate through that journey, because the important thing is to have clarity and purpose. So today we're going to take you through our journey. We're going to share some golden nuggets and hopefully it adds value to your life. But I want you to understand that we're going to set the intention here, that you understand that we're with you and uh, we understand what you may be going through, whether you're going through a struggle or you're, you're going through doubts or insecurities or whether you're going through hitting the next stage of your business or whether you're, you're going through the next stage of your life. It's all interconnected. Relationships, business, health, it all connects. So let's go on this journey. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Buckle up. So one of the things, Rocco, we met six years ago, Mm -hmm. and I met you in my journey of getting clarity, Mm -hmm. which I think we never end. We are always in the seeking more clarity over and over through life. Mm -hmm. One of the things that inspired me the most about you is that you have had what I call an unconventional path, which I love because... People that have unconventional path, they are actually challenging their past conditioning right, and right, creating right. the future in the now, in mm-hmm. the present. You went from what I call personal development hip hop rapper yeah. to empowered lawyer. Mm-hmm. And I saw you today, like the last time I saw you was six years ago. Mm-hmm. And you are the exact person when I met you being a personal development rapper, mm-hmm. now into a lawyer. Right which truly honors who you are as an authentic and genuine being. Thank you. 
before we get into this journey of clarity for you mm -hmm. tell us where you're from what your heritage is who is jim or rocco your right, previous right. name filipino, filipino oh! yes. <laughs> inclusion diversity yeah 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 so i'm filipino <laughs> i was raised in the philippines i speak filipino i was born in dallas texas my parents gave me an opportunity to be here in America. Thank you to my parents, you know, because America is a beautiful place. And, and, you know, they sacrificed and they gave me that opportunity. So I always want to give gratitude and thanks about that opportunity. I never take that for granted, first and foremost. Then I moved to Brooklyn, New York. And in Brooklyn, I was raised. I went through school and then I came to Houston and I came to Houston and then I moved around a few other places, you know, down I south. And ever since then, I've traveled the world. I've had a chance to be I remember, to go yeah, around yeah. to you know, <laughs> so many different countries and experience that. The question was, what, yeah, well, your heritage, heritage, where are you yeah, from? Filipino, you know, so I love it. You know, being oh. Filipino, we get a chance to really dive into mm. like a diverse mix because Filipinos are extremely mixed you ever met a Filipino, they're usually with a smile on their face. So they do. we're island people. We enjoy it. Yeah. Cuba, Philippines, we're island people. Mm -hmm. Now, Rocco, you started your journey as a personal development rapper. Tell me how you got there. Tell me how you knew that that was part of your purpose right. and how you gained clarity to actually deciding going in that route. So English was my <laughs> second language. Yeah. I learned English through hip hop. You know? Oh my God, I love it. So that. I would listen to hip hop songs and I would fall in love with the words and I would learn about the words and I decided that I wanted to be a hip hop artist. Well, my first chapter as a hip hop artist was to destroy people. I was a battle rapper, like, right? Yeah, so I yeah. would battle against, competitively against other people, your skills, but it was to talk about the other person. And I realized slowly but surely that I was battle rapping to people in my life. And so it was a subconscious thing you know whenever you're battle rapping people for you know your enjoyment your music is a very powerful tool to tap into your subconscious and so like i was immediately defensive and rebuttaling people when i would meet them and even my family and my friends and i realized that nobody really liked me you know yeah I was, like yeah, i was yeah. in a negative space and so. as i transitioned and evolved throughout the course of my hip-hop career i started to understand the power of words mm. And then I started, you know, reading, you know, personal development books. And I was like, this is good stuff, right? I learned that words were powerful. They're the building blocks of your mind. And your mind is the most important thing to feed the right things and nurture the right things and plant the right seeds. And what happened was um, I realized that I can use hip hop as a tool to reprogram my brain, and, you know, that. because I had negative <clears throat> thoughts, thought patterns or whatever, and, and my own personal like pains and sufferings that I had to heal. And so I started writing words into my hip hop lyrics and writing the personal development advice into my lyrics. Yeah, so like, yeah, I remember. You know, I used to never smile. And if you notice, I probably smiled the whole time. Okay, right? <laughs> yes. so I had a lyric where I said, a smile filled with confidence is a dangerous kind. Add persistence to the grind and supplement it with drive. In any industry, we are dime a dozen from DJs to MCs or the graphic designers. I choose to stand out and understand my doubts to the point that my mouth expresses what I'm truly about, right? So I said, a smile filled with confidence is a dangerous kind. I would listen to it, listen to it, rap it, rap it, perform it. Believe it. Say it, mean it, feel it, believe it, receive That's it, right. release it, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden, people were like, you're smiling a lot. Wow, you have a beautiful smile. Wow. And I got the positive affirmation around me, and I was like, I wonder why 
I'm getting this. I never got this before. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard it in my lyrics, and I was like, you mean to tell me that whatever I say in these lyrics are going to come true? Yes. And so that's how I, I became a that. personal development hip hop artist because I wanted to architect my life with my words, with my music. And ever since then, it's been that way. Even becoming an attorney, I had those in my lyrics. Even getting married to my wife, it's in those lyrics. You know, like these were the things that I channeled of what I wanted to gain clarity about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have vision about. And then so I created based on that. And when I created, I would add emotion and I would trap it into like beats that I really enjoyed emotionally and I would listen to it and I would perform it and I would share it with thousands of people when I perform it on stage and it was like I was sharing it to the receiving end. Mm -hmm. And then when I make them say something, I'll be like, say, you know, I love life and they'll be like, I love life. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like a, a cool <laughs> yes. thing going on. They are right? believing it. They are saying it. Right, right. And you never know who you'll impact, right? You know, people are like, oh, you're so happy all the time. Trust me, y'all, you know, we're human beings. We go through our journeys. We go through our sadness. We go through ex the variety of, of emotions that a human being goes through. But at the end of the day, the reason that I am who I am today and the reason that you are, I know her for a long time. Yeah, and she's consistently a positive person. And it's because you have a choice. You can either share the positivity and calibrate daily or you can stay stuck yeah. and manifest the negativity. So, you know, whatever you are feeding your mind, your spirit, whatever you're creating, your environment, it does project and it shows up outside. Yeah. I love so much that you said that. Mm -hmm. It's so vulnerable because it is true. And something that we portray in social media is like, happy, hey, happy, happy. We are happy. Yeah, yeah. We got our stuff together. Right, we are right, in right. control of it. We do have moments of lows. Now, I would mm -hmm. love to know your routine mm -hmm. on how you overcome those moments on low. I can share really quickly mine. Mm -hmm. The first one is awareness. I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. I'm having a low moment. And like I said, I'm an introvert, extrovert, so I need right, to right. get away from everything for a little bit and kind of reason within myself. Right. And then I release any limiting beliefs and negative emotions. You know, I love NLP, so I mm -hmm. do it with NLP. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of create a goal. What do I want to do instead? Right. And then move into action. Replace it. Replace right, it. Right, so right. what is your routine for Man, this listening? Very similar. You know, I want to learn her technique. <laughs> I'm always about learning new uh, routines and techniques. He's you know? an avid learner. I mean, I feel like every book I mentioned to your personal mm -hmm. development, every author, you're like, yes, I've read it. You cite things from the book. To right, me, it's just right. so impressive. I mean, I just, I love it, you know? Yeah. So, so you amazing. just can't stop doing what you love right my routine is very similar i acknowledge it you know i'm aware of it i release it but you know what i do is i allow myself to create the habit of making executive decisions and i think mm -hmm. that's one of the most important things is you have to make a decision if you teeter-totter and you're like oh I'm, I'm down i'm low i'm happy but then i'm low again i'm happy no you have to tell your you, you are the captain of your mind you 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 tell the mind what to do and it may be hard in the beginning it may not even show up in the beginning but i guarantee you the more and more you say it you deserve to be happy you deserve abundance you deserve to be successful you deserve loving relationships and really that's why i have to go back to the say it mean it feel it believe it receive it then release it you got to say it close your eyes take a deep breath you got you got to mean it you got to be able to imagine it and like tap into the things you once lost that inner child that 
you lost through the the judgment, the pressures of society and like the work. Tap back into that imagination. So you say it, you mean it, then you start to feel it. After like saying it, you might say it, say it, say it, say it, then you might be, okay, I mean this, I mean this. But it's not showing up. But then eventually, after doing it so many times, you're gonna tap into that feeling. You're gonna say it, mean it, feel it. Then you feel it enough and then you start to believe it. Say it, mean it, feel it, believe it. And then you receive it because then you believe you deserve it. You deserve to, to have that calibration. And it's like working out, right? You're going to get sore. You're going to be yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, totally. But after doing it so many times, there's 365 days in a year. You do it for three years. That's so many days that you've done it. You start to receive it and you believe it and you say it and you mean it. And what happens is the most powerful thing you can do after that to lock in this habit is to share it with other people. And that's why I say release it. You know, and that's why people say, you know, like, uh, why are you always like trying to be inspiring? Because I want to share this experience with other people because you never know who you might have. And then it, it locks it into my life. It's kind of like a cheat code, you know? I'm actually allowing myself to lock this into my life by sharing it. And that's why they say love is a gift that keeps on giving. That's why they say you reap what you sow. Yes. These are these are laws. I mean, I might practice law, y'all, but these are the laws I really want to learn. <laughs> the laws of attraction, the laws of reciprocity, the laws of being a human being. This is the most important things because it does translate into my profession. It does translate in the way I treat my clients and the way that all these cases sort of go towards success. So say it, mean it, feel it, believe it, receive it, then release it and work it out every single day. I love that. Oh, my God. I have missed you so much. I'm like, this is just like, I'm absorbing all this amazing knowledge that you have. And I Thank feel you, like man. ready to go. And I can totally relate to that. This week, I actually wrote a, a blog about knowledge gap or mindset gap. Mm. I feel we all know what's mm. right for us. Mm -hmm. Doing it and keeping the mindset to be consistent, that's just something else. So I love that you brought right, that up right. because it is so true. <laughs> right, right, right. It requires being unapologetic. It requires Ooh, consistency. That's a good one. Because we're surrounded by other influences and other things that, uh, that, that can impact us. And it's hard when you're around that. So you have to really build yourself up so that way you become protected you you, you you also could say that you know that's the most beautiful thing about this I'm protected I'm protected I'm safe you know my energy is protected nothing around me can move me nothing yeah. even saying that you may fall over and you may you know stumble and then you might be like that's not real but I'm telling you just keep saying it yeah at yeah, the yeah. end of the day everything is beautiful I've said that today's gonna be the best day of my life every, every my eyes morning. open up every morning I've said I've said this for the last <laughs> eight years real. of my life and literally when I lay my head down to sleep I'm literally like wow and no matter what happened that day, I'm, I'm just like, wow, today was the best day of my life. Oh, my God. I, that's a very powerful gift that I've received. Yeah, I love that. Now, you mentioned social pressures mm -hmm. or ex external pressures, which play a big role. Mm -hmm. And I feel that a lot of people are not living their purpose because those social pressures mm -hmm. from the past or the present mm -hmm. or wherever. How do you deal with those? You're one of the people most authentic and genuine how do you keep yourself being unapologetical how, how you say it's a practice you know like in the beginning it's not going to be easy in the beginning it's going to be hard because you're used to the people that you love and you're 
funny thing, right? Like you are who you are. I don't know if you, you know when you're in high school and people signed your yearbook and they signed in the yearbook, they say, Dear Jim, never change. Always stay the same. Love. <laughs> yeah. They always keep it real. Be you. These can be very destructive sayings because who are you? And who would you be and how would your life be if you stayed the same, the exact same person that you are today? How would it be if you stayed that way all the way till your deathbed? That would not make any sense to me because life is expansive. It's meant for you to recreate yourself and become who you really want to be in the season that you want to be. To be able to evolve like that is a powerful tool, you know, to reinvent yourself, to to fill yourself up with the right words, to study the right things, to hold your, to walk a different way, to dress a different way. Whoever gave you the rules that you couldn't do that and so to answer your question the reason that I'm able to do that is because I've put myself out there in front of everybody in the most vulnerable ways possible and I did it in a way that where everybody can just judge me and then when I realized that it didn't even matter and I was still safe I gave myself the permission to do it and the funny thing is the people in your life that know who you are they're the ones holding you to the identity that you believe you should stay with. Yannette, mm-hmm. uh, she's, uh, you know, she's an engineer, yeah. that she's a corporate girl, you know, corporate, yeah. and the old people will hold you to that. Yeah. The new yeah. people that you meet, the way that you present yourself the first time you meet them is what they're going to hold you to. So that's why first impressions are so important. Always hold yourself to a standard of how you would like people to see you because the way people see you is the way that they're going to treat you and the way they treat you will cultivate a habit of how you evolve into the person that you want to be. Even parents, even uh, brothers, sisters, you have to have a really good conversation with them and let them know like, hey, this is my season. This is what I would like. And, you know, make them aware of it because they first see you changing and be like, what's wrong with this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they don't want to lose you. And that's what the, that's where the social pressure happens. People yeah. are afraid of losing you. And I noticed that a lot of the pressure that you get is more from the people that you love and care about than the people of social society. Yeah. Those yeah. that judge you in social society, it's only because it lives in your head. The judgment that lives in your head is what's manifesting in the people around you in the social society of the people you don't know. But those that are being judged by the people that know you, it's because they don't want to lose you. Now, one more thing about the people in the social circle that don't know you and you feel like you're being judged and it's holding you back that is an illusion because the only doubt that exists of judgment is inside of you when you show up unapologetically and you look people in the eyes and you say this is who i am this is what i do this is what i love they can't judge you they can't judge they you can't. you might trigger them because you're showing them a part of themselves that they wish they were tapping into and that's where all the quote-unquote haters and this that and the other but at the end of the day if you're unapologetic to people that you don't know the first time you meet them they will accept you you ever watch a kid dance like a kid in a diaper okay like if i wore a diaper and i started dancing (laughs) people be like oh my god that dude is is weird you know (laughs) but a baby in a diaper and they're dancing they bring so much joy to you they're like he's enjoying himself so much because he's not afraid to be what he wants to be right then and there that's who he is and so you don't judge a dog Mm -mm. not to compare human beings as a dog but if you if you look at a lizard 
You're like you're not like oh that lizard. His personality sucks. I'm judging him. No, he's a lizard. A dog's a dog. A human's a human. But the only difference between a human and a dog and a lizard is the fact that you can create your personality. They can't. Oh my God, Raga. Mm -hmm. Do you all see and hear how this is the one of the most inspiring people in my life? I just love all of that. And I mean, something that I've read and I truly believe in, and I know you truly believe in, is going back to being a child. Mm, rescue your inner child. Rescue yeah. your inner child. Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. What do you go through or yeah. what tips can you give everyone else? Like, I have a picture of myself as a young child on my fridge. I look at him and I say, you know, hey, you know, I love you. We all have our pains that we went through as a child, and those are the most impressionable pains because there's less distractions. That's when our minds are being formed. It's our formative years. And we have to acknowledge those pains and heal them. But guess what? Somebody else might have caused those pains, other situations. You had no control. You were a child. You had no choice. But guess what? You're now an adult, and you can parent your inner child. And so what I do is I tell that inner child, I love you, because he'll freak out. Like if there's a situation, yeah, yeah. He, you know, there might some, something that triggers you, your inner child. It's like, no, I'm afraid. Ah. And then you're just like, OK, I'm the adult. Take a deep breath. Imagine that inner child that put him on my lap. And I said, look, Jim boy, that's what they call me when I was a kid. So those words, words are more powerful because if I refer to myself as the term that they call me when I was a kid, there's something deep in there. So I say, Jim boy, it's OK. I'm here for you. I know you're afraid. I acknowledge it. Same process Same that we're process. talking about. I know, I'm aware of it. I'm aware that you're afraid. I know why you're afraid, but it's okay. You can release that because I'm here now and you won't be hurt. You won't I be okay. That. And just like the words that I was telling you, say it, mean it, feel it, believe it, receive it, then release it. What happens is the more and more you do it, the baby's going to get comfortable. And whenever those typical situations arise, then it's going to trust you because you have now delivered every single time that you're going to keep them safe. Yeah, it's like programming, repetition, mm -hmm. reprogramming your, your mind. Mm -hmm. Now, I love that you said that when you were personal development, you were not still personal development. You were uh, early stages of right. a hip hop rapper. Right, right, right. And you realize, you know, the people around me, they don't like me. And of course, the words I use mm -hmm. are not impeccable, like the four agreements. And mm. you did that and you gain clarity through moving away from something. Mm. And then you gain knowledge and you started to move towards something mm -hmm. and started to make decisions yes. in terms of the person who you wanted to be rather than the person that you didn't want to be. Right. How do you keep that in your life right now? Because I feel a lot of people wait until crisis or pain mm -hmm. to hit. So they have a big enough motivator to move away from that so they can start living a different reality. Mm. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah. I mean, my journey is different than everybody yeah, else's. Yeah, yeah. The reason that I do that is because it's a habit now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's my priority. My yeah. priority every single day is I break down my life into chapters, into seasons, <laughs> yeah, right? True. And so, like, I believe that, you know, distractions is like the killer of dreams. And I believe that, you know, focus, you can really accomplish a lot if you focus. If you just focus, you can accomplish a lot in four months, you know? Our firm's doubled in size, you I know, our clientele. You have a beautiful office. It's like yeah. amazing. Yeah, thank you. And, <laughs> and so, like, if you focus, you can accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish. So I break it down into seasons. 
And within that season, I ask myself, who do I have to be in order, like every day, right? It takes 30 days. I don't know how real this is, but yeah, yeah. it's a 30 days, 45 days to build a habit. I just believe in repetition, you know? Maybe if I do it like 30 times a day, maybe it'll happen yeah, right yeah. away. It might happen right away, depending on what level of like, you know, ability to create you're at, you know? But the season is what I do. So I create the season, what is it supposed to look like? I change my environment a lot change colors of the wall, change uh, decoration. I put things into my environment that remind me of the season that I'm in, the goal that I mm-hmm. want. I put images everywhere, symbols everywhere that remind me of the season that I'm in so I can keep being around it. Everybody around me, I, my intentions are clear to everyone around me. I ask them humbly, can you please refer to me as, or can you speak to me, remind me consistently of these particular goals in the season that I'm in right now, right? And then on social media, I use social media as my magic wand too. I I consistently create what season I'm in. It becomes a habit, Mm -hmm. you know? So you were telling me about how some might be, you know, experiencing a previous career. And when they make that shift, they have difficulty making that shift. I knew that that was an issue. I knew that I would encounter that. And so I have like a program that I put into place for myself that I offer to other, you know, law school students when I mentor them, even other people from other industries. And what I do is um, before they graduate, I immerse them into a program of like six weeks where they are forced to act and to be referred to as an attorney. And so I book, uh, you know, restaurants. I'll say, hey, this is a, I'm booking a table for attorney Narvio. So before I became a lawyer, right? Or, you know, say attorney Borrego, right? Yeah, say, yeah. say you're my mentee, so cool. right? So I'll uh-huh. be like, okay, so go to this restaurant and, you know, go up to the hostess and say a table for attorney Borrego. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Even before being an attorney, it's like, you got to believe it. Right, right. And even if you don't eat, even if you don't eat there, just go there and they'll walk to your table and be like, hey, you know, like, I got to meet somebody outside. (laughs) And and then just go to, I mean, book hotels. Do what what you think a lawyer would do. Go to the courtroom. I would go to the courtroom and I would shake hands with lawyers and I'd be like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm attorney, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And just get that out your system. You know, a lot of people might frown upon that because they're like, oh, you're you're an imposter, you're fraudulent. No, I mean, if you're not making money, you're not like transacting. (laughs) I'm not encouraging anyone to go out there and fraudulently claim that they're a lawyer. But what I'm saying is the premise of the idea is get comfortable in your new role. Yes, on your new identity. So for example, for you, like you're a world-class international speaker. That's right. (laughs) And and coach. Yeah. You train people from around the world. You know, it's it's a, a huge accomplishment. When people do their introduction of you, they should be introducing to you like that because that's that. the season you're in. Yeah. You're transitioning into that. The more you hear it from other people, the more it becomes. But I'm always going to be an advocate for your world-class international. Like, okay, she is. She has clients internationally. She has clients nationally. (laughs) She has clients all around the world. She is a world-class thought leader and coach. She helps people break through their goals. Her podcast is amazing. You know, she's got tons of people that watch this every single day. And she adds value to your life. And so as you go through these seasons in your life, it transitions from the way that you now accept it. 
in the beginning it's weird it's weird and you were there in the beginning with me yeah six years ago when i was in corporate i could barely say and i was certified at that time mm -hmm. i could barely say Coach. Yeah, I'm a I'm a coach. Like I would hesitate, mm -hmm. and you saw me saying it today. It's so such a different energy, right? Right? Of right? Like, hey, I'm confident on it's who I am. It's effortless now, yeah, you know. Yeah. And but like I said, it's just like the say it, mean it, feel it, believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It. it is. You just get used to it. It's important to start because if you don't, then when you are blessed with the opportunity and you have the opportunity there in front of you and you're hesitating because you don't feel worthy or you're just not look and never label yourself as i'm not worthy or i right now i just don't feel like i'm worthy or i deserve that's weird to me because <laughs> you may not even be feeling unworthiness you may not even be feeling undeserving you may just be unfamiliar with the opportunity don't ever label yourself as maybe I'm going through the struggle right now because I'm unworthy. Because once you label yourself, it's like a disease. You have now claimed it. And so I always tell people, just reconsider your words when you say, I, I'm feeling unworthy. No, I'm just uncomfortable right now because it's new. You know, like when you sit into in any environment, you're going to feel a level of anxiety. It's normal. Yeah. Just accept it and experience it over and over and over again yes. go go visit your favorite car dealership and test drive that car over and over and over again and and say it over and over and over again you know like pretend like if you drive a honda and you want to drive a bentley <laughs> test drive the bentley and then when you go to your car i'm going to a, am going to my bentley now and you drive the honda but just i'm going to my bentley now it feels so great to sit in my bentley <laughs> go get a bentley key keychain put it on your thing you know what i mean like just start to imagine and when the opportunity arrives because it will if you just work towards it and you believe it say it mean it feel it believe it receive it then release it it will happen yes, it's and not a matter of if it's when you want to be ready you want to be ready and part of that readiness the feeling of just the film being familiar with it like are you familiar with it enough to be like and trust me it's not easy i mean at the end of the day it's not easy but it's worth it it's not difficult either it just requires the work. You need guidance, somebody to help you push through, work with a coach, you know? She's helped me navigate through things. <laughs> Before I became an attorney, you know, like when I was going through, oh my gosh, I need calibration, she's hooked me up. So I definitely believe in the support that you provide and the clarity and the purpose that you help people navigate. Through. I really appreciate yeah. it, Rocco and Jim. I'm like, I don't know which one to use. Yeah. I met him as Rocco and now he's Jim. That's, he that's another weird thing. Right? <laughs> like, like, like it's a one? weird thing too, because our names, <laughs> our names are attached to so many memories yes. and so many identity forms. <laughs> that's true. And so being Rocco, like when I released the name Rocco, uh, people still call me Rocco. It's all good. I mean, I've promoted my myself so much as Rocco it's actually a great marketing thing but the thing is the name had so many attachments to the activity that I was doing and I that couldn't I couldn't focus on school nor could I yeah, focus yeah, yeah. as being an attorney so when I went to my government name which I hadn't used in like over 15 years you know <laughs> it was interesting because you know my name is Jim Bank Narvios and I was just telling you the story I never used my government name all the way and my middle name is Bank but my mother pronounced it as Banky Banke. Banke. and then one of my colleagues said you know in France that's in front of every single bank and you actually pronounce that as bonk and I was like 
manifest away. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and oh my god, I have so many questions, but I want to keep it concise yeah, yeah, and yeah, simple. Yeah. I'm like, I want to discover everything. So you were a very successful personal development rapper. What drove you to start exploring this legal career and this right. new identity, new life? How was the process, Just I traveled the world, and when you fly around, you travel, you stay in Airbnbs and hotels, and it's cool, it's glamorous. But you, for me, my own journey, my inner child, my own personal story, I wanted consistency. I wanted uh, something that I didn't have complete understanding of which was uh home base having like what like I, i'm a big believer in doing things differently so i was like you know in order to get new things in your life you gotta do things differently yeah. so what would happen if i did things differently because i was always just like traveling and i was like hmm, what if i stayed in Houston for an extended amount of time without having to, you know, do that kind of yeah, thing, yeah. you know, without traveling. I met my wife, oh my manifested God. my wife, because your wife can't find you if you keep moving around. Your That's ass right. keep moving around. You, you're never, your <laughs> wife, where are you? <laughs> We're going to run another episode on romantic relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so met my wife, fell in love, most beautiful woman alive, a gorgeous, smart, intelligent, loving. She's my, my half, my absolute lover. Nimi's her name. She's Indian, you know, met a beautiful Indian girl, fell in love. And I was like, look, you know, I'm not going to be able to be happy if, if I travel around. She can't travel around. She's just got a career, you know. I had already been looking to be consistent and have a home base. I was like, I want better opportunity, right? So I met her, made a decision. You know, it's always important to make an executive decision. Relationships, you know, fellas, if you make decisions your better half will follow you it's, it's something powerful about being unapologetic about business about love about intention you know i set my intention with her i was like look i want to be with you but i have to figure out where i'm going to take the business right because traveling isn't going to work you yeah. know because it just wouldn't work for me for mm -hmm. me and her it might work for other people but for me and her it wouldn't work because i always want to be with her she always wants to be with me and that's what I wanted to manifest in my life was a, you know, a counterpart, a, you know, a significant other that was going to work with me. I love that. At the time, we never thought we would work together, but I just knew that we would work together in my heart. I don't think she knew at this time. And so, <laughs> I can see uh, it in your smile. <laughs> I like manifested it. Beautiful things, man. So I was like consistency, home base, marriage, wife. Then one day there was an issue with the phone. I got on the phone and I solved the problem and you know I realized that every time there was an issue with a corporation or there was an issue with somebody else I always got on the phone and communicated and I found a solution and I enjoyed it I was always I mean being a hip-hop artist I was yeah. always finding solutions troubleshooting always solutions. always and when I would perform I would wear a suit and when I was wearing a suit there were many times that people coming up to me and they'd be like hey you have a business card my cousin got in trouble can you help I'm like I'm a hip hop artist, dude. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> like I'm not a lawyer. And so I would refer business out to my lawyer friends and referred a few out. And I started referring some more and they would take me out to eat and they'd be like, get whatever you want. Wow. And I'll be really? Like, I'm like, y'all really that happy with my referrals, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the universe was talking to you like, hey, the opportunities are here yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and mind you, the lyrics that I would speak about were about justice. Justice. You know? yeah. About life, about personal development. And I 
I told her, you know, people ask me, what's your specialty? I say the law of attraction, you know? <laughs> My number one client is life. I just don't like people messing with life. That's why I get so passionate when I hear about the injustices of the world. And uh, I want to just go after it and find a solution for them. Anyways, um, diversity was also a big part of my career. And I realized that I had so many different diverse communities. I mean, thousands of them. And, you know, I mean, Houston is, I'm packed with these communities that I would be in front of. I'd be engaging with hundreds of community leaders and I'd be in front of thousands of communities. And and these people were wanting more from me, yeah, not just yeah. the music. They were asking Crazy. me for to solve their solutions. And so I became a liaison to find resources for them, started helping them out, started you know, donating my time and finding resources, nonprofit organizations, connecting the dots. And then I started to realize that there was a bigger need. Uh-huh. I needed to serve in a bigger way, a different way, you know, like a different way. You know, I can still serve as a philanthropic and activist and as a motivational speaker, as a personal development hip hop artist. But they, I had to serve in a different way, and it was it was beckoning me and calling me to use my other side of my potential. I and so uh, I had to solve problems on the phone, and I solved problems. And one day, you know, Nimi was just joking, and she's like, "Oh, you're like a lawyer," and, and I was like, "What in the world?" And then, <laughs> you're acting like one, like. <laughs> and then I realized that, that uh, all my life, people have said this, and all my life. I thought about it, but there was a block because I had told myself I am an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through academic. Like I'm, studies. I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah. just grind and become a business. And so I labeled myself as my identity that you're never going to go through studies. Yes. You're not going to go through <laughs> academics. And so I even have a lyric. I said in my first album, I said, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be a nurse to pay, but I'd rather be a lunatic with musical ways. <laughs> Creating all day, you know, I will carpe diem. You know, like, these are all lyrics. I, I said it and I became it. But when my wife, my wife is like a wisdom woman, you know, she says something and it just is the right thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. she just gets quiet and mellow and she just says it like this office. She picked it. She's like, this is going to be the conference room. When we first moved in here, this was actually my office. This was my office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... It's beautiful. But she said in the beginning, this is going to be our conference room. So and now it's... She sees through. Mm-hmm. She sees through. Wisdom, wisdom and foresight. She said those things. I thought about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tour these schools. And I toured the schools and after touring all the schools... There was one, Thurgood Marshall School of Law. Shout out to TMSL. I love my school. (laughs) Yeah, the rest is history. All the manifestation opened up. Acceptance, did well in school, had so much fun, ate up these books and studied and, you know, graduated early and passed the bar. So crazy. And uh, and I had a a good time doing it the whole time through. Yeah, to answer your question, was a, your question was about how did I transition from... Yeah, being, and how did you gain clarity that that was it which you answered, right? Yeah, that's how I gained clarity. I gained clarity by trusting the clues. Yeah, and taking the, action. Mm, taking action. Taking and, action. And yeah, exactly. Write out a, a list. If you don't know what's your, what's your next point of action, just what's the next logical step and do that. And then all the rest of it will appear. You know, it'll start showing up. It'll start showing up. How am I going to do a business? I don't know. Well, what can I do right now? Go get, go get a DBA, go get an LLC, you know? Okay. Next get some business cards. Next 
just next logical step. Just keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Yeah. How am I going to get the money to start my business? Okay, just how can you get a hundred dollars? Yes, that with a hundred and yeah. keep moving forward. And then yeah. before you know it, you know you you'll have a business and just be consistent. I think I find that the number one killer of dreams is the inconsistency of sticking mm. to the goal and the dream. Oh. And yeah, we, we are you talking about it. like how I transitioned mm. from one career to another. It's okay to transition, but don't do it so prematurely if you have a dream and you know that it's supposed to be your dream because oftentimes we'll self-sabotage and it will we'll justify it so well. We're so good at justifying it. <laughs> it's are. because of this and it's like a great <laughs> reason, right? But it's because of fear. If you feel that fear and you don't want... You know, just make the decision to do it. Your life is so precious to deny yourself the opportunity to experience what you're supposed to experience. And yes, there's a lot of things that you got to go through, the hurdles, the self-sabotage, but don't view it like a place of victim. Mm -hmm. View it from a place of like a child, like experience it. When a child runs and falls over, they're not like, oh my God, I wasn't meant to walk. <laughs> that would be You funny. know what I mean? That'd be weird, right? Yeah, I'd be like, like, wow. Just view it as a process. Like, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is not forever. I'm going to learn from that. Mm. And when I learn from that, I'm going to take that with me and it's going to empower me. Guess what? When you're going to arrive, which you will, arrive at your biggest opportunity where you're in front of 10,000 people or your business reaches a certain level and you feel that, that little, oh my God, you're going to remember that little one that you felt in the past. And you'll be like, you know what? I've been here before. And once again, say it, mean it, feel it, believe it, receive it, then release it. You expanded your capacity now. And your ability to expand your capacity, you can experience more risk. Your risk tolerance will get bigger. And guess what? You're going to smile and you're going to trust me. You're going to be like, I remember. I remember those moments. If you talk to all the successful people, you read about them. They will always tell you, I remember those moments. Yeah, I met a, a, a paleta man, dude selling ice cream, right? He owns like 15 marble slabs now. Uh, I met him and I, wow. talk, I, I talked to him. Really? Right? He was just a That's paleta cool. man. He just walked around <laughs> with a cart. Paleta! Sold the paleta, right? The ice cream. And I asked him, I'm like, what's the secret to your success? And what is the best thing you can tell me, right? And he said enjoy the journey because my happiest moments were when i was selling oh i like that be patient and he's like yeah this is cool but i love those moments i got to give him a golden nugget i'm like you don't your moments don't have to end now you can <laughs> that is true i like that one yeah. you keep evolving right keep going yeah I love that. And I've always thought of you like a super good manifestor. You are really in touch with your intuition. Yeah. And I love that. What are some practices that you follow just to connect up, connect up and continue bringing the spiritual into the physical? Don't numb your emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we tend to numb our emotions. We don't honor when we're sad or when we're happy. We hold it in. We, we you know, like laugh cry shout honor your emotions i mean do it appropriately you know you like don't don't do it when you know that you know just go off to the privacy of your own safe space and express yourself and honor that because when you honor your emotions more and more and more what happens is 
you have access to it and when you have access to your emotions yeah. emotions are not just emotions like you know like how i'm feeling like it's deeper than that there's like a spiritual emotion and those emotions you can use to manifest it's the intensity and the the veracity to be able to go after your goals but like intuition is it's a mirror so the more you're real with your emotions and accepting of it, what happens is you can see somebody else's emotions. Mm. When you're vulnerable about your insecurities, fears, and doubts, you can now feel somebody's. It's crazy. It is. It is a secret of life that it should be talked about more because empathy is bred that way. If we just understood more about our own personal fears, insecurities, and doubts, we would now have mercy towards uh, and grace towards other people with their fears and insecurities and doubts and so when you tap into that you become a mirror and you become sensitive to other people and then you help assist them and, and like understand that they're not where you're at and you're not where they're at and you won't be judgmental that's another thing that i find about like personal development yeah like you can become entitled like i know this information and they don't they don't under you're being negative (laughs) you're being negative i don't want to be around you no that's not the case no it's a you have to be empathetic you just have to understand i gotta love you from a distance because i have a path that i'm carving and in order for me to be at my best potential so i can serve the world in the best way possible serve those that i love in the best way possible i have to be i have to protect myself but i can be empathetic i can be understanding and i can drop seeds along the way and hopefully you know that person you know maybe one day will remember or maybe like be guided in a direction but if it weren't for the people that drop seeds for me i don't know where i would be in life really like i am so grateful for the people (laughs) that believed in me the people that drop seeds and i didn't understand it in the beginning at first they're like saying this stuff and I'm like, that's weird. It's making me uncomfortable. But then like five years later, I'm saying the same. You are saying those things to everyone else. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. We all can make an impact. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And I love your journey because you're still an entrepreneur. That's something you wanted to be. Still. Still. still, I I own a firm and we're here. We run our own business. We get to be creative. We go to trial and we're creative. We talk to our clients anyway. We dress the way we want. We express ourselves any way we want entrepreneurship is not limited to a profession to a yes tell us more about it you're not limited to a profession so like as you evolve you discover things about yourself and like i said life is a journey of self-expression reinvent yourself evolve and you have to honor that if you're feeling lost in your profession you're feeling bored and you keep asking yourself a question is there anything else then it's probably time that you honor that and as you honor that you'll discover um, parts of yourself where you, you you can transition yeah i agree yeah and i think it's important like you said to get to know yourself and what you stand for mm-hmm. because based on that you'll continue to make decisions that are aligned to With that, that path. right 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 Something that I said that I've heard before, and I truly believe it, is your why remains the same or very similar, your how changes. Mm -hmm. So talking about that, what is your why? What is your purpose? My why is to live life. I can't begin to try to categorize what my why is, but my why is to love life and honor life. Whatever direction that I go, carry that with me take care of my family my family's a why you know like yeah i absolutely love taking care of my home my family my parents you know like the opportunity to do that is a beautiful thing so that motivates me and the why is like really about 
evolving and challenging mm. myself to become the greatest. I want to give it all I got. That's so interesting. That's so fascinating to think about because there's so much more. <laughs> there is so much more. That's yeah, right. Yeah, there's so much more. And no matter how much I accomplish, there's so much more. And it's not even about monetary. It's not about like business. It's about just life and how much expansion can we do? How much evolution can we do? And it's just a personal journey. But my why is living my life with as much integrity and loving life as much as I could possibly do it and share it along the way. And one mm -hmm. more question. Mm -hmm. We said we were going to talk about finances mm -hmm. or financial. Right, right, right. What for those trying to figure out their purpose or trying to gain clarity on their journey? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we agree is that one of the biggest fears is finances right, or right. the financial situation. What would you say to those people that are trying to figure that out? They are in their journey and they are just afraid of not having that financial stability based on what you have learned, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that, you know, you may be at a point where you're wondering or you're struggling or you're uh, confused and disheartened about your situation. Finances, it's a flow. That's why they call it currency. And there's an abundance of it. And that's the hardest part to transition into thinking when you don't have it. I understand how that feels, right? But you have to find something that adds value to other people. Hmm. If you are a specialist in it, you are more valuable because you have something different to offer. And then by establishing the understanding of that value, you build value within yourself. And then you no longer have fears to ask for that, receive that. That's also a big thing. Like, can you accept it if I gave it to you? Do you believe that you're worthy if I gave it to you? Like, what, like what are you asking for, right? So <laughs> That is true. And so that requires practice. Once again, how do you practice it if you're not in a position to receive it? Well, it's very similar to the whole boot camp that I did. You, know? <laughs> yes. you have to create opportunities for yourself to receive it, whether it's get play money and every day tell somebody to give it to you or you, you know, like practice it, like create a recording that says your account balance is da -da -da -da. <laughs> I love that. Like Jim Carrey. He wrote that check yeah. for like a million dollars right, and right. he would see it every morning. And then the more you see it, the more you uh, acquiring it is one thing. Yeah. Receiving it is another thing. And in believing you should keep it and believing that you should maintain it, Ooh. it's another thing. And so my whole thing is how are you developing yourself today to become a person that's worthy enough to keep it later? Because you, you can get it. Like yeah. the lottery, like a lot of people get the lottery and, and three they, years yeah, after they're, they're broke. broke again. Yeah, family member kills them. Yeah, you know, some yeah terrible yeah. stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, that is really about developing yourself and being intentional with it because our day gets past us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get tired, you just go to sleep, watch TV. You know, our day gets past us. You have to be intentional every single day. You have to set a time of that repetition. You know, I have I have reminders on my phone that's like you know do this. You have to surround yourself with images you know like go into the stores that you typically wouldn't go to imagine the things that you really want you know don't shortchange yourself don't allow your current situation to shortchange your imagination i love that yeah allow your imagination to expand and then develop yourself into a person that builds a good healthy relationship with money 
be aware of fear. Be aware of fear of uh, like lack. Mm-hmm. Like when when you're aware of lack, then you can do the process of releasing lack and replacing it with abundance. Like, I love like that. what I do is like if I ever felt lack before, what I would do is I would donate money. I'd go give money away. Ooh, I like that. Immediately, like, give to receive, right? I mean, imme- immediately when I was like, okay, oh. Like, I don't know if I want to spend my money on this. Then I'll go. I'll go give it away. Go, oh, that's and, a good tip. And then I say there's a lot, lot more where that came from. And then by the action of giving it away to somebody who needed it more than me, it programmed me to believe that there was more. And, and it would always show back up. Wow. More. More, more, And then, so more. It, it, it developed a habit, you know, a habit within myself. Like, okay, there's this is something deeper. This is something deeper. And, and hard work is always there, right? But can you keep it? Can you keep it? Do you it? believe you deserve it? And can you keep it? Yeah. That is probably the most important thing to share about money because I can tell you to go out there and grind out, hustle. You know, we can make money, make these bands, and cover this whole table up $100,000. <laughs> that really won't really help you. It'll, it'll make you think that I'm cool or whatever. And that's something to also keep in mind. Don't compare your journey with somebody else's, right? Like nine times out of 10, their journey isn't even, it's fabricated, you know? You don't know they're feeding you what you never know yeah right they might be manifest they might be manifesting their own stuff right yeah yeah yeah. your journey is yours respect it love it love yourself heal those inner child wounds you'll reframe you know the the lack mentality reframe the negativity and just i mean love love you have to develop a love for for money not like love as in like greed but love as in you know i'm adding value to people's lives so you know, I should be replenished. I should be given. I deserve, and uh, and don't compromise that. We might compromise. Ooh, that negotiating with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I'll just take this. Yeah, whatever. yeah. No, you got to be, you know, unapologetic. If it comes from a place of not lack, and you want to negotiate, cool. But if you're just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm worried, you know, like that, you gotta develop a good relationship. And once again, it's about developing a worthiness of, you know, like for example, your your title, your profession your success your money it's very similar it all ties together because if you don't believe you deserve it you gonna get it okay so the first is you brute force right grind and you work hard you'll get it you'll get the position you'll get the money you'll get the girl you'll get the wife get the husband whatever you but then it's like do you believe that you should have received it right like can you receive it yeah and yeah, the, the, the relationship right okay you got it and then she's showing you love and then you don't believe that you deserve it then you're gonna cause problems mm-hmm. money's the same way business same way your identity your profession is the same way if you don't believe that you deserve it then what happens is it's going to repel if if i give love to somebody and they don't want my love then i'm gonna be i have oh. Same money's gonna be the same way. Wow. Okay, I'm taking all these tips yeah. and I'm gonna start applying them like right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Right, right, right. Jim, it's an I honor. call you. Yeah, it's an honor. <laughs> Thank you so much. Just tell our audience where they can find you. What do you do for these amazing people to continue creating this impact? All your info. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, we're live here with Yannette Borrego at Clarity <laughs> and Purpose this podcast it's doing amazing things impacting millions of people clarity and purpose is something we all need something we all should receive it's something we all deserve we should say it mean it feel it believe it receive it then release it every single day we are here at the narvios law firm 
off of 459, right in the heart of Houston, in between Fort Bend and Houston. We're serving everybody from all around the world. If you're ever dealing with injustice, you get into a car accident, you fall, you injure yourself, somebody else is you know, harming you and your family. Once again, life is my number one client. I am here to protect it. I'm here to, to honor it. I'm here to respect it. And our law firm is here to focus on you as my client and give you the respect you deserve and what you need. It would be an honor to serve you, an honor to represent you. And trust me, when I do it, I do it just as hard as I do this manifestation stuff, just as hard as I do this personal development stuff. You heard it first here at Clarity and Purpose. I love it, Jim. I totally agree. Like since I met you, high quality is something that has been consistent. Mm -hmm. I was really impressed <laughs> when we worked together, him as my lawyer, so I would totally recommend him. Thank you so much for your time. Thank I you. know you're a busy man. I really appreciate all your wisdom and knowledge. And thank you again for being here. Thank you. Thank you. For more information, 713-999-9LAW. 713-999-9LAW. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you. Bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.